to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I chat with small business owners from all around the world. We discuss their journeys, perspectives, their pieces of advice, and sometimes I'll do solo episodes to share what's been on my mind. Now with me today is Kenzie Nixon, the founder and owner of The Flower Peddler. Kenzie has a truck that she drives around Austin, Texas, which you can make your own flower bouquet out of. Kenzie is definitely an entrepreneur who has created a unique experience for her customers, and she really dives into her journey and how she got started, as well as her future plans for the flower peddler in this episode. Now, before we hear from Kenzie, as always, I'd really appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcast app and on Spotify. Helps others find us and helps the small business owners who we have on the show get recognized by more people. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the social medias. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode, and if this is your first episode, welcome. Thank you so much for being here, and I will talk to you all next week. Now, in the meantime, let's hear from Kenzie. Welcome, Kenzie. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be doing this. Yay, me too. (laughs) Thank you again for being on and would love for you to kick us off, of course, with an introduction to yourself and your company, The Flower Peddler. Just give us an introduction. Uh, Let us know who you are. So uh, my name is Kenzie Nixon. I own The Flower Peddler. Um, I started my business in 2018. I actually started on a little bicycle that my husband bought me for Valentine's Day. (laughs) and I'm also a registered nurse so biggest thing on how I got started with my business is doing nursing I loved it but also felt like I was kind of missing like that creative side I've always been somebody who loves doing things creative different hobbies working with my hands and I just felt like I was missing something so when my husband gave me this bike for Valentine's Day I just I don't know where the thought came from, but I the <laughs> thought, I said, I'm going to put a basket on it and sell flowers out of this. So um, I did that for a year, and then I was kind of just playing around with the idea of finding a cool, unique truck and converting it into a flower truck. And I randomly found my old 1973 mail truck on Craigslist. I had been sitting <laughs> in the field for, I think, five years. And I went and test drove it, and that day I bought it and turned it into my little business. So I <laughs> um, started that in 2019 is when I got the truck, and it's been awesome ever since then. That's incredible. I'm already in love with your story. I love how you just said, I don't even know how I got the idea, but I wanted to sell flowers for my bicycle. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That's how a lot of good ideas start. So you really had no prior experience in flowers or did you have like a passion for them or really was just a random idea one day to try out it was just a random idea I when I was really little I always kind of like if you ask me what I wanted to be it was always changing but um, there were a couple of times where I said I wanted to be like a wedding planner and florist Uh, Um, mm -hmm. but it was never something that I really stuck with or really 
researched or kept in my mind. And I actually, when I got older, decided that flowers were not really for me. I think the biggest reason why is my mom has always said she never liked flowers. She always thought it was kind of a waste of money. So yeah, I think I just grew up hearing that from her. And so I had that mindset, but then I, I started working with flowers and now it's kind of consumed everything. I have <laughs> all the flower <laughs> print, everything, flower tattoos, flowers in the house all the time. So just like a total 180. <laughs> That's awesome. And full circle to what you said you wanted to be when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I mean, I can totally relate to that. It's not like, you know, my parents, my mom didn't really have flowers in the house. It's just not what I grew up with. So I also don't have flowers in the house. So yeah, I can totally relate to that. And kind of on that topic, what was that learning curve? Like, was it a steep one? Or did you, were you able to take it kind of day by day with the flower peddler learn as you go? Um, What was your approach, I guess, to diving into the flower industry? Definitely a day by day thing. I'm still learning. I mean, you're always learning, you can never know everything. So I mean, starting out just learning the names of flowers. I didn't know, you know, past a rose or carnation. I didn't know Mm -hmm. anything, but the internet is your best friend. YouTube is the best friend. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, as, as soon as I kind of dove into my starting point of my very little knowledge, you start to learn a lot as you go and you make friends in your industry that you work in and learn from them. And so it's just an always learning things. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. And just to your point, taking it day by day, step by step. And that's something I can't reiterate enough from my guest on this show is they always say it's just day by day, you learn as you go, you use free resources that are on Google, you form a community and you just kind of take it day by day. I, I always appreciate that answer because looking at it from not the end, because you're certainly not at the end, but a few years down the road, it's like, wow, look at this incredible business you built, which is very true. Um, but from an ex third party perspective, that seems like, how in the world did you do that? And I know there were challenges along the way, but to your point, it's just a day by day journey, right? You tackle one thing after another, and it led you to where you are now. I just, I really love appreciating and kind of taking a step back and looking at it from that point of view. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's exciting to, like you were saying, reflecting back on your starting point and seeing how far you have come and how much you Mm -hmm. do know now. And it's exciting knowing that, you know, you're going to continue learning and always improving how you do things, improving your knowledge, your skills and everything. Yeah, no, exactly. And would love for you to describe to those listening kind of what the process is of purchasing flowers from you. Like, how does the flower peddler work? You know, do you go to markets and things like that? What's that like? So I do um, mostly like pop-up markets. I have a lot of people like small businesses in Austin reach out to me or I'll reach out to other businesses that I think might be a good fit having the truck there and vendor market. So it's kind of a mix, but um, most of my stuff is like pop-up markets. 
And then every now and then I'll do private events. So I've had bridal showers, baby showers, corporate events. So that's also something I do. But I would say most of my stuff is pop-up events open to the public. Yeah, that makes sense definitely with the truck aspect of it as well. Um, Were you able to, or rather, did you choose to take the flower peddler full time or are you still nursing as well? I am still nursing as well. Okay. I do um, part-time nursing, so I do that during the week. And then on weekends, I do the truck. And that is my biggest goal is to pivot, having the truck be my full-time thing. But nice. that is really scary. So Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I. that's another thing that it's hard for me to imagine, like, how do you decide when you're ready? You know, like, how do you decide when you're ready to take that step? But you know, the day will eventually come. And I think you'll probably just feel it, right? Like, you'll probably know, okay, like, this feels this feels good to take the flower peddler full time. Yeah, for sure. And when I started out, we were in the, um, New Braunfels, it's just a small town. And then we moved to Austin, to a big city now. And just the difference between when I started being in a smaller community versus moving to Austin, it's, I mean, I can't even believe how far my business has come just from moving here. Yeah. So I know that taking it full time is going to happen soon. So mm-hmm. um, I yeah. just have to be able to make that jump and do it. Right. Yeah. No, good for you. That's very exciting. That is, that's a huge accomplishment. I look forward to, to your announcement when that happens. That's awesome. Have you seen, cause just speaking, when you said you moved to the bigger city, Austin, have you seen others kind of take a similar business route of like selling things from the truck, like flowers, plants, um, that you think were inspired by your business? Have you seen that at all? Or even competition, or do you feel you've you've kind of hit a pretty unique offering, at least in the Austin area? There are tons of other small businesses in Austin that, like plants, there's an antique um, like trailer that they sell out of. Okay. Tons of other businesses like that. And of course, you know, food trucks are a huge thing too. So Austin was very welcoming with that concept. And um, when I moved to Austin right around the time that I started doing the flower truck here another flower truck started in Austin too so um, there are a couple of us in the area and at first kind of like that's scary you know like you're Mm going to be the only one and then you're not and it's scary to have competition but I've learned to competition is a good thing you know they're if you use hashtags on Instagram, they're using the same hashtags as you. So it's going to, you know, you're going to pop up on searches. It's a good thing. Yeah. That's a great, great way of looking at it. And I love that almost advice for other business owners to not necessarily fear or shy away from the competition, but lean into it a little bit, right? In a very, of course, friendly, supporting way. But to your point, almost use it to your advantage because there's definitely ways you can do that. Yeah, for sure. And it's, you know, that was a learning curve for me. And it's hard not to compare yourself to other businesses, but you just have to realize that it's a good thing. And Mm -hmm. you have to learn how to set yourself apart. Um, We're all, you know, trying to figure out how to make our business unique and what works for us. And I'm confident in how I run my business and proud of how I'm doing things. So it's a good thing. 
Yeah. No, I, again, I really like that point of um, having competition encourages you, if not forces you to really dig into your business model, your offering. And to your point, how you do set yourself apart from the competition, how you do stay ahead and continue to innovate. To your point, I think it's very positive pressure. Yes, definitely. But <laughs> it's uh, always a learning process. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. I know I'm just firing questions at you because I just, I love what you built and the concept of this um, and also your journey. But where do you get your flowers from? Do you partner with, I don't know, local farms is... I don't know. The flower industry is just something I, I really know nothing about. So I'm just curious how, where you get your flowers from and how you even discovered that place. Yeah. So when I very first started, um, I reached out to, a, there's a really big farm in central Texas, reached out to them and they said at that time that they didn't sell, they only sold to like big companies. Like I think they partner with Trader Joe's and okay big wholesale companies, but she did refer me to a website that you can search in your area for local flower farms. And so um, I was fortunate enough that there were, um, at the time, four different farms. Now one of them has stopped growing, but I have three farms in the Austin area that I purchased from. I try to do as much local as I can, and I formed really good relationships with them. Um, so whatever I can't get locally grown, because of course, you know, weather is not a friend of the flower business, especially yeah. in the summer in Texas. But I try to do as much local as I can. And then whatever else I need, I have a few wholesalers in Austin that I purchase from. So I do have Thanks. different opportunities to buy unique things. I like to buy different flowers that you you don't see at the grocery store, you know, what you're used to seeing. No, that's awesome. I love the uh, local emphasis and partnering with local farms. I, that's the one thing I love about, or one of the things I love about the small business community is just everyone supports each other and everyone wants to partner and, you know, support the local farms, the local businesses. Um, I just, I love that aspect of this community. Yeah, definitely. And you get to form really good friendships and relationships. And that also helps you learn, you know, different parts of owning a business. And so it's a good, like you said, it's a good community. It's fun to be a part of the small business community. Oh, for sure. And you've, you know, you've already kind of brought up several pieces of advice for other business owners in that community. Any other pieces of advice come to mind or perhaps challenges that you've overcome, lessons along the way that you'd want to pass on to other small business owners or folks wanting to launch their own business? I would say the biggest thing for me has been saying yes to things that you're scared to do. Um, so like different opportunities where I'm scared that the truck's not going to do well or um, it is an old truck that has had a lot of mechanical issues. So like driving it to certain locations, there were times where I was really hesitant to say yes, just because uncertain things that were totally out of my control, but made me scared to say yes. So I would say the biggest thing is push yourself. Like even if you're scared, push yourself, do it. If it turns out to be a really good opportunity, then awesome. If it turns out to be something that 
you know, was not such a great turnout or something went wrong, like something goes wrong with the truck, then, you know, that, that sucks. But on the other hand, I learned something from it. I said yes, I pushed myself, got out of my comfort zone. And so next time if this situation happens, then I'll be more prepared for it. So I would say basically is just pushing yourself, being resilient, you know, owning a business is not going to be easy all the time. Um, you're going to have to push yourself. Things are going to go wrong. Things are going to be stressful. You're going to be, I always hear that saying of you quit your, you know, corporate nine to five job to own a business and then work nonstop. You're going to be way busier. Mm -hmm. But it's so rewarding to see what you've worked so hard on become, you know, a business and see what you've done right in front of you, like seeing the truck after all the work we've put into it and painting it and all the different changes that I've had, like logos, rebranding, everything, seeing it come to fruition being so proud of it so it is worth it you have to just keep pushing through ask for help <laughs> don't be afraid to reach out to people you are the definition of a growth mindset which is a very very beautiful thing of just to your point things happen things go wrong yes that sucks for a minute but then learn from it move on right take the next step take the next opportunity um, and I also appreciated your point of watching something that you've grown and made like I totally see that appeal of this is a business that I grew it was me right this is from my hands um, not some big wig corporation right that I'm just working for is it's my thing and that's something to really be proud of and yeah just enjoy that that feeling yeah it's super rewarding getting to see all of your hard work and your vision come to life mm-hmm for sure. And you mentioned the the branding. Did you do that on your own or have you partnered with others for like your logo, things like that? Or are you really diving into all these aspects of owning a business and just trying to learn and wear as many hats as you can? I definitely tried. Um, I kind of dabbled with creating my own logo, but I just could never get to the point where it was something I was happy with. Mm -hmm. So I did find um, a business I I can look up her name real quick, but I found it on Etsy, another small okay. business that creates logos. And so she and I worked together in rebranding. And um, I also repainted the truck. And so I use a small business for that. And, you know, I try to, as much business I can give to other small businesses, I'm going to do that. So Yeah, definitely. And I think that in and of itself is another lesson or piece of advice is to like, yes, try to wear, you know, as many hats as you can, especially in the beginning when it's hard to hire other employees, but also realize when it might be smarter to hire out, right. Or contract out, for example, the logo or something like a one-time kind of job, right. Like to contract that out. I think just not being afraid to kind of admit that you might need help from someone else. I think it's very important just to recognize and not get stuck in the mindset of I have to do every single thing on my own. Yeah, for sure. It got to the point where it was 
stressing me out too much trying to work that. So definitely learning when to, you said, reach out, ask for help. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm curious, you know, a little bit more about the future of the flower peddler. You mentioned hopefully taking it full time for yourself. Any other goals or milestones you have for the business that you want to share with our audience? Um, Any future plans or even just dreams you have for the business? I think, I mean, once I get it full time and can really get my bearings and everything, I think owning another flower truck or two and having employees would be really cool. Um, I've also daydreamed about starting other businesses. My husband and I have kind of talked about our dream business that we would open. It's a coffee shop, record store, flower shop, bakery, just kind of (laughs) all of our favorite things clustered into one building. So yeah, that's a, a dream of ours to do maybe someday. That's awesome. That that sounds really fun. Um, does your husband, I'm sure he does, but does he help you with the flower peddler? He does as much as he can and as mm-hmm. much as you allow him. <laughs> True. Um, he will, some of the events he'll go with me and he's, he does not like building bouquets or if somebody asks him for help, he'll always refer them back to me because he just feels like he, he's not confident enough. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he'll, you know, chat with people. He'll take photos for me, videos, just kind of somebody there for me to chat with and hang mm-hmm. out with. And we get to spend time together. And then, um, like, I also do dried bouquets and I stock them in a store, a couple of stores here in Austin. So he'll help me with that packaging, labeling things, deliveries. So here and there, he'll help me with stuff. But biggest thing is just he's he's my support. He's the one that pushed me to do this. And he's always cheering me on and telling me when I have doubts, telling me that I can do it and really pushing me to keep going. Yeah, everyone needs needs that person. And it looks like you definitely found that person, which is wonderful. Um, you mentioned doing the bouquets, packing delivering all that process where do you make the bouquets is it in the truck itself or do you do it at home or maybe in a separate space and then you just sell the made the pre-made bouquets like what is that making of the the bouquets process so i have all of the flowers individual by the stem in the truck okay you come up to the truck and you can grab whatever you want everything's priced per stem so you can just grab you know, if you just want one flower, you can do that. Or if you want to build a really big bouquet, but each person gets to create their own bouquet. And then I wrap it up for them at the truck. And I've also had people ask me to just build one for them. So I'll do that at the truck. Um, and then as far as the dried bouquets, I create all of those at home. So mm-hmm. I have three different sizes of dried bouquets that I sell at the truck and then also stock it some stores in Austin, but as far as fresh flowers, everything's going to be built it yourself. Okay. Ah, that's really neat. I don't think I realized that that's how the truck operated. That is so cool. I really like that. You're almost like a flower consultant on the go. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> right. that's really what, what you are for folks. That's neat. That makes it so much more interactive and fun and like a learning process for your customers. Yeah, and I like the idea of, you know, like I said, I always like creating things, and I liked the idea of providing that opportunity for someone to come 
create their own. Because if you go to, you know, a flower shop or grocery store, Trader Joe's, whatever, you're going to have to buy, most of the time, you'll have to buy in bulk and it's all of the same. Right. And you don't get to make it your own and be creative. And so I like being able to provide the opportunity for people. Nice. Yeah, that's really neat. Oh, I love that. Have you ever um, brought your truck to weddings or, you know, like uh, an event like that where your truck is the activity? It's kind of part of the event. I haven't done a wedding yet. I have a few that are, we're talking about it maybe in the works, but I Mm -hmm. have done like bridal showers and baby showers. And that was you know, the, the guests got to come and build their own and that was their party favorite. I have done a couple of things like that, um, but the wedding path I've been kind of exploring too. So we'll see if maybe that <laughs> becomes something. Yeah, that's really cool. And that's just, I like how that is scalable in the sense of events you can go to. Like we're saying weddings, bridal showers, birthday parties, and then of course the local markets around town. Um, or even partnering with, you know, a local business that has a storefront and saying your truck will be parked there from 10 to 3 that day, right? That's neat. I love that idea. Just it cr- really creates an experience for people rather than just buying the pre-made bouquet. Yeah, for sure. I I always get a lot of people that get so excited. And like you said, it's an experience. They get to build it, but they also like taking photos and mm-hmm. bringing their friends out to do it. So it's a, you know, something that it's, it brings people in. It's a, I've built my own little community. Yeah, that's wonderful. And with you kind of doing nursing still part-time as well, I'm wondering if you have advice for running a business, working as well having a family, friends, hobbies, any advice there on how you kind of operate all of that and make sure you have time for yourself. Or maybe you're at a stage in your life where you're choosing to just grind, right? Like 24-7, just go for it. Um, Where's your mindset at and what kind of advice do you have for others in that area? So that has been a really big thing for me to learn how to balance. Um, I've always been... You know, at first I said, always say yes, say yes to the opportunity. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, then I'm having to learn it's okay to sometimes say no and take a break. And even if the truck isn't out every single weekend, it's going to be okay. I'm allowed to have a weekend off. So that's a, a, a big thing that I've been trying to allow myself. And, you know, knowing when to prioritize time with family and friends over business stuff and allowing myself to take a break and take vacation and it's okay that I'm not doing every single event Um, Mm -hmm. so that's been a big thing for me and then another thing that I've been trying to work on not so great at it but being conscious about it is setting time blocks of you know when I'm doing business stuff when I'm responding to emails when I'm working and trying to have that time like when my husband's at work trying to be more proactive and doing things on my days off from nursing in between events of flower truck having that time to respond to emails do what I need to do and then that way when he gets home trying to have 
the evening off together. So mm-hmm. I'm not good at that. So I <laughs> shouldn't give <laughs> that advice, but that is something that I'm trying to work on, just setting those boundaries. And like I said, allowing myself to take a break and knowing that it's okay that I'm human. It's okay that I need breaks and, you know, you don't want to burn out. I, I love the time blocking technique and even like not being afraid to time block, like put in from, I don't know, six to nine, like hang out with my husband. Like it's okay to time block even personal things. I think people sometimes think, oh, like if you have to put that in the calendar, like what does that mean? And to me, I look at it as, well, it means I'm being very intentional with my break time, with my downtime, and I'm making sure I have it um, because otherwise maybe I'd work through that time. So I'm a big, big fan of the time blocking. I think it's really helpful and helps you see your week and your day ahead of time and just kind of mentally know you have the space later in the week to do X, Y, Z task or knowing you have a break coming up, just planning, planning, right? Time blocking and planning. I am a big fan of both. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I'm a big, I like to make lists. I'm a big Mm -hmm. person on writing everything out, seeing exactly what my week is going to be. So even writing in those times of when I'm going to hang out with my husband or when I'm going to take right. the dog for a walk or just for me, writing it down and visualizing it is, I'm very type A. So yes, me too. For my brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can very much relate to that. Also type A over here. <laughs> Well, Kenzie, the the last question I ask all my guests and then every episode with is in this moment, kind of first thing that comes to mind, what is your proudest accomplishment so far? It can be related to the flower peddler or maybe it's something completely separate. Um, But just in this moment right now, what is your proudest accomplishment? I feel like this is such a cop-out answer, but being able to start a business is my proudest accomplishment. Mm -hmm. I, when I was younger, like I said, I kind of played with the idea of wanting to own my own business, but it wasn't something that I really thought about or tried to pursue when I was in college or when I was a little bit older. And now seeing that I have been able to do this and finding the balance of, you know, I, I love the nursing aspect and the science and the structure of it, but also the balance of being able to own a really fun business and create things and, you know, my both sides of my brain get to do what they love doing. So I think that's just an awesome thing that I've been able to find balance and create that and you know, own a business. It's mm-hmm. awesome to say that you started a business and it's succeeding and you're doing what you want to do. I totally agree. And congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far. I look forward to continuing to follow the flower peddler's journey. And yeah, hopefully I can come to Austin sometime in the near future and and check it out. But yeah, congratulations on everything. And before we sign off, where can people find you in the flower peddler, your social medias, your website, shout everything out. I have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Those are all flower peddler truck. And my website is theflowerpeddlertruck.com. And I post on Instagram and my website, which um, events I'll be doing each weekend. So that's where you can find the pop-up events. And you can also send an email through the website to inquire about renting the truck for private events. 
Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee, Kenzie. It was lovely to chat with you and hear about your journey and the flower peddler. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. 